The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome, my brother, my brother, and me, an advice show for the modern era, and we on that time creep. If by we on that time creep, you mean that this episode is going to be hurried and rushed because I overslept by exactly one Gregorian hour, mm-hmm. then yeah, that that's an accurate thing to say. I actually sprung forward two days, and I had to run back to catch this episode. Um, yeah. Did you? Guys I also wanna... don't understand how time works. Or introductions, nope. uh, either of you. So that's that's a great... I actually introduced myself, but I did it in the hour that we lost. So <laughs> no one will ever hear it. I wish that that's how it worked. I wish that literally like it was just an hour of time edited out of the universe. It was for yeah. me last night, trying to go to bed, and it's like, ah, two, that seems good. Oops, three, nope, <laughs> bad. Did it bad. You know, any crimes you commit in the witching hour, which is what it's called, mm-hmm. you you get away with. But then you but then it comes back to haunt you in the reverse witching hour, which you have to live over twice. Mm. So can, just keep that in mind. Can we just stop it? It's really fucking silly. It's like completely made up bullshit. Is that it? what you yeah. mean? It's a, it really rams home the fact that time itself and our measurement of it is absolute horseshit. Well, not just time, right? All measurements. All, All measurements, measurements are made money, up. Fu- money fucking it's a it's a you know, oh man, the man, right? Like business and politics and like Wall Street's not looking out for me and my bank, no thank you. My bank, I don't want it. It's, you know what I'm so- talking about? Like savings and loans. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> the I, government I don't man, know what's going on. The government man is taking your time away, and he eats it. Do you know is where this that Obama's fault is? Obama know, hoarding my time. Do you know mm-hmm. where that hour you lose goes? Where it goes, it goes straight to the one percent, and they go out on a yacht and they spend all the poor people time. That's like that Justin Timberlake movie where they have the time in their arm, mm-hmm. and when it runs out, they die. Where they keep looking Justin, at their watches. Uh huh. And then Justin Timberlake is like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna instill a change in this unfair world." Mm-hmm. And he does it with the power of his song and dance. No, I you haven't seen it, have you? I did not see the film. <laughs> did not see it's, the it's film. called Time to Sing and Dance. Yep. <laughs> Man, his new album's not very good. <laughs> Welcome to our pop music review cast. Welcome to I mean, a, a music show. Me. Did you guys introduce your did you like say your names? I'm fuck if you I am still Travis. Know me by now. This I am hard. now and will always be Travis. This is an I'm, advice show, so let's I'm Griffin. Let's do that. We're brothers. I'm in college and recently had my first one night stand. 
We were both pretty drunk and pretty. <laughs> Stop it! Okay. Stop it! Sorry. You creepo, dear penthouse. I never, <laughs> never thought it would happen to me. I had sex with a girl. We were both. It pretty, was great. Pretty drunk, and it was pretty clear. Stop it! Context. What is this yo-yo creepy voice? That Stop it doing it. One night only thing. We parted without exchanging numbers or even uh, adding each other on Facebook. Uh, <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> the problem is, I'm going to a party in the next few weeks and I know the girl will be there I really want to go because it's a good friend's party and I don't want to miss it uh, just to avoid her but I really don't want to act when I see her do I just act like nothing happened do I acknowledge it in some way how do I stop it from being awkward and that's from awkward in Adelaide awkward in Adelaide imagine my surprise to find that casual sex among acquaintances can cause complications. What do you know? <laughs> Who could have seen this coming? <laughs> Did you not see the two films that were literally identical, shot for shot, that came out in like the same week? Friends with Benefits, and then the other one that was like Friends with Benefits. Mm -hmm. Acquaintances with bonuses. Friends with mm -hmm. Dental, I think <laughs> is what it is. Um. Yeah, this sucks. Also, why do you think we would know? Yeah, <laughs> man. Yeah. I, dear, dear my, dear my bim bam. I don't know the proper way to polish all of my ivory. Like, well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. Regatta magazine. I mean, you. Okay, I think that if you are cool, it is safe to assume that this person is also cool. Yeah. There's no reason to attach, or I think. Uh, maybe you can project um, some sort of emotional connection uh, that this person had or didn't have. Like, I don't think but you need to assume. She made they no wrote into an internet advice podcast, though, to add, this is how concerned they are. The cool ship sailed and then was boarded by pirates and burned into No, the I'm not saying that the, this person is aboard the SS Cool. I'm saying that, like, if they are they're worrying about it and and if they're worrying about it like they're assuming that the other person is more emotionally invested than they are and like considering that they've made no effort to contact you maybe yeah. the, maybe the dick wasn't that good for them maybe <laughs> wow justin so i guess what justin's point is is that you're, you're really bad at sex maybe Your the more pressing is concern shitty. is that you have not had any repeat business to the dick store, maybe, is the thing that you should worry about. Dear my bim bam, there's this guy who did not give it to me right, and then I'm gonna see him at a party. Do I tell him? No, you don't. Please don't tell that you man. You tell everyone else. Tell everyone else and warn them that he's not gonna give you the Can dick we, right. I, this is, this seems, I, I, I think that we foster a, um, a kind people. of a rapport with our community, which usually, typically, it does not involve us making fun of their dicks. So okay, fair enough. Can, you can get your balls are weird. Back. Why don't okay. you go to streamerchange.com get a bigger dick to put on your dick? Just put mm -hmm. it on like, top of it. It's like a dick suit for your dick. Like Dick Kitan. Um, dick Kitan was the greatest college football coach this country has <laughs> ever seen. And I will take that to my grave. Dick Kitan, I love you. You are like a second father to me. Go blue. And orange. I, I and think pink. what you definitely <laughs> you definitely don't want to act like it didn't happen. No. That's that seems awfully cruel to give her the oh, do I know you? Like that's bad. That's what Dick Kite would call shunting the punt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> 
the problem the problem with your uh, with your unsatisfying lovemaking is that you did not shunt it in the punt. No. That <laughs> that's what that she was waiting like, for. That's like her favorite thing. It's 2013, man. Everybody's shunting it in the punt. You just, you just assume that that there should be some punt shunting. Mm-hmm. One would hope, right? Between what? friends. Such an innocuous phrase until Damn. until viewed through the lens of coitus. I think that you I I think that you should not worry about it. You got to be confident. Cool and confident. This person's giving you no reason. If they were calling and 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 you know, the, there was some relationship that had ended here, I could see it, but like you had casual one night stand sex and no one wanted to reach out afterwards. Um or maybe she was waiting for you too and she was heartbroken that you didn't. There's really no way of knowing until you just go to the party mm. and find out. And maybe may- why you're there. Yeah. Ask her if the dick was good. <laughs> just I'm saying, just ask. Just her. Give her survey. give her a comment card to fill out. <laughs> comment card. God. I wanted to let you get back to the party, but if you could just take this brief survey, let me get my clipboard. Bit of advice. Just, bit of advice. Give it on a scale of one to ten, because one to five leaves so little room for like, you know, specificity. <laughs> Because, you know, like there's such a big difference between a seven and an eight. But if it's a five scale, I'm just saying that on your sex comment cards, make it one to ten people. I actually use a, a 100 point scale. So uh-huh. the convert the conversion over to Metacritic is more like it's, <laughs> it's more equal. You know what I mean? That is nice. I, you have an opportunity. You might be able to turn this into a two night stand. Woo-hoo. And then how I met your mother. Oh. And then you're married. Then now I know what you're thinking. What is he thinking? He's thinking, I thought this was a casual one-night stand, but it could be a casual, like, 1,000-night stand. Maybe Mm -hmm. you could just casually keep having sex and then casually (laughs) have kids together and casually grow old together. Just keep it totally Mm. Casually get on each other's health insurance. Casually die (laughs) side-by-side like in in, in a notebook. Uh, where are you gonna bury me? I don't know. Uh, what? What? Uh, Let's, I don't want to get tied just down. Make a big deal out of this. I'm just dying next to you. We're just getting to. We we have two graves that happen to be adjacent. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean anything. <clears throat> Listen, you're free to die next to somebody else too if you want. Mm-hmm. I am too. It's free. It's open. It's easy. Breezy. Beautiful. Excuse me, Yahoo. Yes, please. absolutely. Um, how about this one? It's sent in by Ira Ray. Are you Ira Ray? That was good. You were in good form today. Thanks, Chris. Um, it's by Yahoo Answers user Rose who asks, any ideas on how a dog should carry the rings for a simple beach wedding? My fiance and I are planning to have a simple beach wedding. We love dogs and want our dog to be the ring bearer. I'm just looking for ways she can carry the rings without using a pillow. I really want to put the rings in a ball or something. Has anyone heard or seen how a ball, stick, rope can be used for this purpose? Any other creative ideas? Thank you for your input. <sighs> how big are your dog's nipples? Oh, good question. Bad question, the worst question, the anti-question is Ooh, what it is. Have your dog eat the rings and then shit them out in front of you. <laughs> Hold on, everybody. Don't look at her. If you look at her, I'm, she won't do it. I'm giving you a sneak we, preview of Hangover 3. Just everybody relax. <laughs> this is totally We love scenes. dogs. We love dogs and we love farcical sitcom scenarios. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I, there's just so many fucking variables. You spent so much time, because I know, because I'm deep in the shit. Of planning this special day, so much time and money, and then you're gonna leave like one of the more important 
aspects of the ceremony completely to chance to your stupid ass dog. Yep. This is like Chase and I have had a couple different conversations about this. We've we've opted out of Flower Girl. Yeah. We've opted out of like Ring Bearer for this very reason. When have you ever been to a wedding and seen either a dog or a child just seem super excited to be participating? Or or when have you ever left a, a, a wedding where a a child or Christ forbid a dog carries the rings down the aisle and after the wedding you were like, man, that thing went off without a hitch. Right? That was a ship. <laughs> they had that, that train was running right on time. They were definitely not crying or peeing on anything. Mm -hmm. They got those rings down to their intended target in a, a quick, efficient, and honestly professional manner. And their mother definitely didn't have to carry them down the aisle and make it seem just like child torture. Yeah, when have they even made it to the end of their job, even if they had done really shitty, they've, I've never, not never seen a child make it all the way down the aisle. <laughs> never. They always have to like fucking lie down. <laughs> Take a nap right there. And then you gotta wait for a half an hour till they're done with their nap while everyone stays really and quiet. It's not your wedding anymore. No. It's, it's, Stevie, it's Stevie's wedding. It's Stevie's nap. <laughs> and then Stevie has to get married to the dog. That's the ring bearer. That's yeah. Nice. You're having your wedding on the beach. That in and of itself is already a high risk. High seagull. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. <gasps> a human being, it can close, they can retract their fingers over the rings when a seagull comes <laughs> up uh, hunting. A dog has no recourse. No. A dog will just a dog will no, just No, that would be an there. epic battle. Yeah. Ring bear a dog, a dog versus flock it. of seagulls. This mm -hmm. is the biggest problem with dogs is that we've dulled their instincts mm. against yeah. seagulls of protecting rings. So you're saying you need to get a wolf to be your ring bearer. When or? when dog wolves when wolves came over on the boat from Egypt, mm -hmm. they were originally bred to defend uh, rings from avians, more pterodactyls in those days, but mm -hmm. that was the original use of dogs and we have just beaten that out of them with years mm -hmm. of, you know, beatings. potty training and beatings. Um so I think what you got to do is you got to double up you get a dog ring bearer, and then you get a falcon security guard for the dog. <laughs> okay. And maybe maybe the falcon can ride on the dog. Mm -hmm. Maybe you want to be. Well, it's going to be hard to get that ring over that falconer's glove. I guess if you use it in your offhand. The priest. Um, the priest has to do the falcon. Okay. Well, but it, then again, you're trying to get people out. You know, you're trying to get people out of the ceremony to the party as as quick as you can. Well, see, then then the falcon sets in on crowd control. And you yeah. say, Falcon, if anyone hesitates, go for the eyeballs. <laughs> if anyone gets up to, this is taking too long. I'm saying, squee! Okay, well. God, maybe, if I, you I could guess get I can... a falcon attack somewhere into your wedding, no, everyone would have to stop weddings. We'd have to be like, well, and that was how weddings ended. The end. Because it would mm -hmm. be the, no one would ever be able to top a falcon attack at your wedding. Plus, yeah. pay for the honeymoon with that America's Funniest Home Video Dough. Thanks, Tom I, Bergeron. I don't think Tom Bergeron would endorse a video where a falcon <laughs> attacked an old woman in the face. I don't think that's chuckle worthy. <laughs> and now, America's Serious Home Videos. <laughs> Everyone bow your head for a moment. Oh, I would watch that show. I would watch that too. I, I would have to say that Man Sits Quietly in the Corner was the most serious video tonight. $10,000. You guys have not watched much AFV lately. <laughs> this show is so desperate for anyone 
anyone to shoot video of anything. When this show debuted, everyone's dad had a, a video camera the yeah. size of like a, a stationary bicycle slung yeah. over their shoulder. Everyone was filming everything. Now, it do you know how hard it is to do that show and just avoid thinking about YouTube for 30 mm -hmm. minutes? Like to, to <laughs> try to forget which leads to awkward situations, and Tom's like, "Hey, everybody, have you seen this Star Wars kid? You're gonna <laughs> love the you're gonna love the cut of this little kid's jib. He's got a little pole. He's like, it's Jedi. There's <laughs> ten thousand dollars, Star Wars kid. I'm thirty. I am a lawyer. <laughs> Thank you. I, I will use this for my startup. <laughs> it's called YouTube Two, Two Tube. It's the next one. If you don't have a ring bear, how do you get? How do you do the rings? I guess just the best man and the and the best woman, like just have them. If I understand correctly, the yeah. ring bearers have not been actually carrying the rings for a long time. I think that they've got dummies. Is it, yeah, they got a dummy pillow because it's usually like a little kid that you wouldn't trust with thousands of dollars of jewelry. But why? Then this why is a little fucking... kid that draws on the wall. You're gonna give him the only thing that makes you married? Yeah. Well. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. That is the only right. That's yeah. it. If, yeah. They're like the power ring, rings. It's, it's like the ring. It's it is like the one ring. If it falls off, you're not married anymore. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Although, uh, to be fair, if a baby ring bearer did take my rings and throw them into Mordor, like I I I think that I would have to honor that. Oh like, yeah. I'd have to say, okay, baby. Well, that's you that's got like, me there. That's a good. If one. the baby puts the ring on, you're married to the baby. Yeah, it's a tricky situation. It is. Then the fuzz can get you. You can argue entrapment, but if that baby put that ring on of his own free will, then mm -hmm. you don't have a fucking life. Listen, the same, if, I mean, if a, it's the same if the dog puts the ring on. I mean, you're yeah. dealing with a powder keg one way or the other. Well, Listen, unless you're in, there are several states where that would be, that would be yeah, fine. Right. If a baby puts the one ring on, you're not finding that bastard ever again. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah. If you see a baby put the one ring on, you better open every bag of flour you can find and just start throwing it in the air in the off mm -hmm. chance that some of the, the flakes will land on his curls. And so you can maybe see some sort of silhouette. Because if not, mm -hmm. you will never find that baby again. Babies don't want to be caught. Baby's invisible sure. now. He's happy. He's out there. He's living life. Precious. So I'm right now I'm writing the script to Hollow Man 3. <laughs> it's sort of like Hollow Man, you know, Hollow Man with Kevin Bacon. Uh -huh. But what if instead of Kevin Bacon, we put some Baby's Day Out heat in there? Okay. That's that's all. So that's all I've got so far. Just <laughs> so the one that's paragraph. the start of the goof. I've only got, got the this, one paragraph. You've got a great elevator pitch. Now you just need Listen, to flush it out. Yeah, I've seen I've seen more scripts picked up on spec for less than that. So <laughs> the good news is, I think Son of the Mask. Son of the Mask was just like four words. It was just like mask, but with kids. Following the adventures of an invisible baby would be a, a cost-effective movie. I think. Well, yeah, you sure. guys can't see this, but boy howdy. It is it is hilarious. He, this is a precarious situation. All you see is the cookie jar just fell over, but what you didn't see mm -hmm. was now, the hour can, of antics leading up to it. If you can get a baby to wrap itself in bandages and put on sunglasses like in Memoirs of an Invisible Man, you mm -hmm. might have a box office smash. Or if you have an invisible baby, walk into a lady's bathroom and watch her take a shower like in Hollow Man. <laughs> <laughs> then you're an evil person. We've just 
in this movie that I, I'm I also acting as cast director, I gotta get Daniel Day-Lewis as the Invisible Bandit. As <laughs> the Invisible Baby. I think that you guys are trying to write a comedy, and I'm writing, like, the worst horror movie ever. Yeah, because all my favorite comedies star Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> My my left foot, the my man, left, my left giant foot, my um, left can't stop laughing. Too. I didn't sequel. know how he would do playing Mo, Larry, and Curly, but yeah. once they got all the computer effects in there, I you really could not tell that it was just him. And I loved him in There Will Be Blood and Feces. <laughs> yeah, because the no, that is more serious. You that's you moved away from comedy. You moved. I'm laughing. He was in Last of the Lolhicans. Is that <laughs> appropriate? Is that a thing we can do? I think that the sequel, <laughs> the sequel to There Will Be Blood, would just be called Milkshakes. <laughs> it's just. <laughs> it's just him, and he's been acquitted for the the murder that uh-huh. takes place at the end of There Will Be Blood. He's been acquitted. And he opens up his own milkshake stand and gets in all kinds. But of then milkshake. a rival milkshake stand opens mm-hmm. across the street, and they have so, to have a dance off. And then he burns it the fuck down and kills the guy's kid. <laughs> um, two stars. Two stars would not watch again. <laughs> um. Let's do another question here. When I met my girlfriend a few years back, I inherited a load of her friends, most of whom are cool. There are two in particular who we've especially clo- sorry, sorry, who we're especially close to. We see them regularly and they are awesome people to hang out with. The trouble is that they both insist on calling me by my surname all the time, which really pisses me off. I don't think my surname is particularly odd, so it's not like it's embarrassing to be called in public. But it's still not how I like to be addressed. Even when they even write it on birthday cards, which is really bizarre. I've never introduced myself by just my surname, and no one else insists on calling me by it. So I don't know where this comes from. Am I wrong for getting so annoyed at this? How do I tell them to stop it without coming across like a massive dick and upsetting two of my best friends? And that's from Miss Nomer in Manchester. I don't get it. It's uh, to me. I think calling somebody by their surname is like the ultimate endearment ever. Right? And, you know, in college, I'm. I would say like f- half of our friends were just called by their surnames. Yeah. Like I had so many friends that were just. I I knew him as that. Like I was known as McElroy. It was really weird when I'd come home from school and people would call me Travis. It really kind of threw me off for four years. I don't see anything wrong with it. You well, know, but I, he doesn't like it. Well, I mean, it's irrelevant. He doesn't dig on it. But it sounds like a personal problem because once you have a name, you know, once you become, once you become like, ah, oh, it's nut chuckles, then like you're nut chuckles, and there's nothing you can do to reverse that. I don't know why you'd be called. Pardon, nut are you chuckles. saying his last name is Nut Chuckles? No, I'm saying like that's a nickname. But like, <laughs> regardless, if your name is, if your name is. Carl and people call you Carl. You can't be like, guys. I'd actually prefer to be called by my surname, which is Nut Chuckles. Well, <laughs> I'm fucking confusing the whole thing. Once you, you once you introduce the idea, I I think that once you say like, I don't like that name. I like this other name. You've I, either a like absolutely. Sub, if it was me, you would have absolutely submitted that from now until the end of time. That is what you will be referred to. Mm-hmm. Or two, it's going to be this weird thing where. They're you know they'll call you nut chuckles and then oh I'm I'm sorry Daniel 
Right. You know, it's going to be Daniel awkward. Day Lewis. Daniel Day Lewis, not Chuckles. <laughs> Here's the thing the time to bring this up was a million times ago when they first said it. Yeah. Yeah, because, because now it's like, why? I've been doing this for years. Right? I've been calling you not Chuckles for years, <laughs> and now I'm just a dick. And you've got to you've got to just one day out of nowhere just snap. <laughs> stop it! Stop it! No! <laughs> just stop! Start the sentence with for the last time. <laughs> and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." And you're like, "I have told you guys a million times. You haven't it's you haven't David. told us any any it times. It is David. It has always been David. It will always be David." Uh, I, I I would say that if they're not doing it maliciously, if there's nothing, like if you didn't ask them not to and they keep doing it, in any way getting upset about it or saying something is just going to make them feel awful. It's going to make them feel bad. It's not going to be worth it. Just suck it up. You will you can get used to anything. Trust me. Whether it's being called uh, nut chuckles or the butt or anything, you can get used to anything. Those so, are your two examples? <laughs> Snuggles or the butt? I, I don't think. Are you saying you, you can get used to being called the butt, or were you saying something far more? No, you um, can just get used to the butt. You get used to oh, stuff. okay. You get used to you the get butt. Used to the butt. Take it from me, ladies, and so inclined, gentlemen. You get used to the butt. And some and some dogs. And some dogs. Oh. And some dogs. And chairs. Do you guys want um, to go to the money zone? Yeah. Trav, uh, you got this message that here. Who's it for? It's for my dear friend, Andrew Mead. I didn't know you two were so close. Oh, super tight. Who's the message from, though? That's the real question. Oh, it's from some jokers, uh, Michael Pertil and Tyron Bicknell. I don't know who they are, but they it's, claim to know my dear friend, uh, Andrew Mead. Sound like they on some Game of Thrones shit with those names. I like Maybe. that. Yeah, which, are you House Bicknell or House Pertil? Uh, dear and Dazzle. I'm assuming that's their nickname for Andrew. Uh, I don't call him that. Bicknell. Happy birthday. Good luck in the new year. May your lightsaber always ignite to full strength so you can open her blast doors. Oh, You're Wait, a hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, on. Tyan Mike. Is the lightsaber his dick? Good, good one, Trav. I think you really <laughs> pieced that one together. Good job, Colombo. Thank you. One I more like, thing. Is the uh, lightsaber your dick? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ma'am, if I may. If I, if may. I may, ma'am. One more thing, ma'am. One more I, thing. I have uh, a... Well, the blaster was her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> have, Get have, that man out of here. That's the shortest, <laughs> best no, I'm sorry. I just want to... This Let's one. talk more about a vagina. Get out of here, <laughs> Jesus. My mother is dying over it. No, You're, I just want to. No, listen. What hey, was it about the lightsaber dick again? I wear a trench coat. What did you expect? I'm so close. Look just. at this eye. I have both moral and physiological reservations about this happy birthday message. Because is I, I've ne it's never been my experience... I don't want to get too blue, but but you're he's saying that your boner. I hope that first of all, this is a public radio kind of thing, so mm -hmm. like there's a lot of people listening. You just hope that your friend can get his dick hard enough to get inside of a, to get inside of a vagina. <laughs> and you made it worse. I think the greatest sin is 
you made us complicit in that. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. where that's what I think really stings here. You made I, us complicit in wishing this is your a breach of trust. It a is a breach, breach of, of trust. trust. Yes, Travis, that's correct. Speaking of getting your dick hard to get inside of a vagina, that was, by the way, possibly the most fluid transition. Except for this thing that I'm saying right now, that was the most fluid transition. <laughs> Until we acknowledged had. it, it was pretty sweet. You can head over to extremestraints.com and get yourself a uh, a penis pump kit. Uh, you can put it on your wiener. And then it, it goes suck, 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 suck. And it gets you some penis gains. It, it, mm. it'll increase and your some girth. Chris gains. And some performance. <laughs> the, penis, the penis pump, you can program it to play Chris Gaines. <laughs> to scare your boner away forever. You'll, get that, you'll sit there so confused about Why does he have a soul patch? Why does yeah. he have a soul patch? This motherfucker looks exactly like Garth Brooks. Ah, my dick's gone. My dick ran away. Bye, dick. See you, dick. Um, they have so it's so many so things. many pleasure tools oh for my. you. Um, um, we need to decide on a new coupon code. I know what. It, what's the new coupon code? Our, our like- last coupon code. By the way, guys, like we love you. Don't fucking leak this shit because we leaked. Somebody leaked midlist to coupon sites. And now we gotta start over with a new coupon code, and like and we're it, gonna we're gonna forget and keep saying middleist, and everyone's gonna be and sad. And listen, leaking is a serious issue. Yeah. So let me recommend a butt plug. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cindy said that I couldn't use uh, Pontifex. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, that she's a good Catholic. How? So uh, it doesn't make any sense. Just pick a word now, Justin. Look around the room. Pick a word that has nothing to do with the show. Jumbo condoms. I'm just looking around the room. Let's see. <laughs> see. <laughs> Man in the corner. My good friend Dana Carvey. Did you guys know I'm good friends with Dana Carvey? It's not a big deal. I don't like talking about it, but I am really good friends with Dana Carvey. Sports car keys. Pivo Bryson. <laughs> He's here. Sex trophies. Mel Brooks. Melba Toast. Melba Toast. So just type in the coupon code Melba Toast. <laughs> you get 20% off all of your bread goods. Okay, I got a great, I got the coupon code. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. Yes. Garfield. How about sexy Garfield? Use a coupon code sexy Garfield. <laughs> All one word. All, All one, one word. word. Wait, let's what what is actually the coupon code? Sexy Garfield. Okay. Use the coupon code sexy Garfield and you're gonna one save twenty percent. All one word. You're gonna save twenty percent on on uh on all your I don't know, whatever weird thing you buy. He can save twenty percent on it. No matter how weird you are, you still like to save money. And that's what you're going to do at ExtremeMachines.com. Mm-hmm. It's an adult superstore. Get there. Use the coupon code SexyGarfield and save yourself 20%. Let's move on. Hey, everybody. My name is Dave Shumka. And I'm Graham Clark. And we are the hosts of a show called Stop Podcasting Yourself right here on the MaximumFun.org network. We're the first ever Canadian podcast to win a Canadian Comedy Award for Best Podcast. I think we went with that too early. I think we seem braggy. <laughs> it's a weekly comedy show, a very easygoing chat between Dave, myself, a uh, guest. We'll talk about things that we've overheard during the week and also Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Stop podcasting yourself. Head over to MaximumFun.org to download an episode today. Uh, you guys want a Yahoo? <clears throat> yeah, I do. This Yahoo was sent by John Davis. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't. 
What? <laughs> Big fan of the show. Big fan of the show. Please don't use sexy Garfield. <laughs> I can't believe that just happened. Um, is is John Davis the Garfield guy? Yeah. Of course he is. Jim Davis. Jim Davis. Yeah, that's Jim Davis. Well, his friends, his friends call him John. Okay. <laughs> um. It's by Yahoo Answers user Lord Donald Farnsworth, who asks, What do you dislike most about people who don't own horses? I am also including people who lease horses. For, for me, it is that they are always trying to get into the horse scene when they clearly don't belong there. <laughs> These horse posers. I think what I really love about this question um, is the pretension. Yeah. Yeah, to say, if you lease a horse, your bond with that particular equestrian mm-hmm. is not um, <clears throat> is not as strong as somebody who like wholesale owns that motherfucker. And that's my biggest problem is you don't understand horse love. I also didn't know you could lease living beings. Yeah, yeah, sure. of course. Oh uh, man, I got a sweet down payment on a cat. <laughs> Couple more months, I'm gonna own that baby. Few more payments. Yeah, I just hope the repo man doesn't come to. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> man, you don't make the payments on your cat. I gotta take your cat. <laughs> no, but I, I was gonna make it. I was so glad. I'm sorry, Mr. Whiskers is coming with us. Unless you can answer these three <laughs> trivia questions. <laughs> I'm sorry. What repo reality shows are you watching? Have you not seen repo? Repo quiz? What's that fucking show called? It's an actual show where they're like, we're going to take your car unless you can answer these three questions. Is it Repo Games? Is that right? No, that's the Slice to Lemon movie. <laughs> Guys. Okay. What do you dislike most about people who don't own horses? The smell. <laughs> of them? I guess. <laughs> they don't smell like the leathery oil of a horse's, horse's back? I'm just saying... That they don't look like they've been riding a horse all day, I and I just am. I hate that. If you're gonna buy a horse, you need to com- You know what I hate? I hate those short boots that people who don't own horses wear. Mm-hmm. Get some mm-hmm. long boots, you know, with spurs. Yeah, I wish. I, I hate how they never yell like "yeah" mm-hmm. or "kachums" or "zip it up, zip it up, horsey." <laughs> Let's do this, horse friend. Can we not? kickstart a horse guys are you saying that guys <laughs> no guys are you talking about we've talked about revving kicks- up the revving up the engine we gotta get out of here <laughs> no fucking and that's the sound of it idling john bon jovi i'm not making a, a <laughs> shitty metaphor between a horse and a motorcycle what i'm saying to you wait is, he wasn't riding an actual steel horse oh my god that would make it the fucking best song. <laughs> <laughs> on my cybernetic horse, <laughs> I ride the wastelands with my katana. <laughs> with my vibra sword and my emerald visor. <laughs> I smoke a pack of nano stems. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. I, oh, John. Somebody write that movie. <laughs> I seen a million faces, and I process them for fuel for my metal horse. <laughs> I'm a cowboy. I sell water at a great profit. 
Dry land is not a myth. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, no we've talked about kickstarting a, a European tour before we've talked about kickstarting like a trip to London yeah. and Scotland and all that stuff and I don't know I don't know if enough people would would want to uh, kickstart for that to happen but I do know that if we made a kickstarter to buy a horse that would be owned by us the Mabimbam <laughs> Nation I think people would really get on board with this. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So you're not just talking about a horse that you and Travis and I would share. You were talking about everybody throw down a fiver on this horse, and then based on the different reward tiers, you would get a minute or two on our collective horse. Well, so no, like, no, 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 no. So, so like the world would own this horse. The wor- it would be, uh, it would belong to all of us, but okay. really us. <laughs> Okay, so like but specifically what? us. Like any Kickstarter good Kickstarter, it would give people the feeling <clears throat> of being invested without actually uh, the chance of any sort of return on that investment. But so if you, if you like but if you horse. pay in at the highest level, you get the choicest cuts of meat. Once the horse is dead, you will of course get <laughs> it's uh, like a $20 donation or maybe you get a hoof. You know? And there is there is no sweeter meat than the meat of a horse that we have been aging beneath us for decades. I, I just think that I would really love it if we owned a horse and then just had like a series of photos of like the horse listening to our podcast, yeah. the horse chilling out on a beanbag chair, yeah, the horse, but never like ridden. The I don't horse actually ever inevitably ride it. and quickly dying because what the fuck do we know? Because <laughs> we fed it like you know red stripe and, yeah. and gum. You like, Reese, you like Reese cups? Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> We need a second Kickstarter. I gave him a bunch of red vines, and now he's dead. Launch the sequel to our first Kickstarter, and it's called Oops, We Did It Again. Oops, We Gave Our Horse Diabetes. <laughs> and it's Diabetes Horse 2013. <laughs> I want to give him That was his name. I want to give our horse red vines. <laughs> I bet he'd love him. I bet he would like him, and then I bet he would diarrhea. <laughs> Horse, I wrap this carrot in red vines and bacon. You are welcome. Enjoy this culinary treat. Justin, you were saying how hard? How hard with this horse diarrhea? You, I feel like you were. You were, there was more to that thought. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt the quantification of how hard the horse with diarrhea. I think we would not be popular amongst other horse owners. I feel like we would not fit into whatever sort of socioeconomic circle that is. We would be like Rodney Dangerfield in Caddyshack. Think, yeah, yes, exactly. Or we Rodney Dangerfield the, in anything. We would be the animal house in like the, the yacht race of the boat that we built ourselves. <laughs> Diabetes horse? <laughs> Your horse diarrheaed on my horse and now I lost all the contests ever. We would get in there the first day of Guys, clear something up for us. We know uh, none of you are the actual dean, but we do have to thwart <laughs> someone. So whichever one of you is closest to the dean, just let us know so we can thwart them, please. Uh, I just assume everybody who owns a horse has been the dean of some institution at some yeah. point in their lives. And we roll up in our big sunglasses and hooded sweatshirts and red vines. The, good, yeah. the twist of this story is that uh, rather than having a scrappy horse that ends up showing up all the uh, the rich guy horses, ours will actually die very... <laughs> 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 Listen, man, maybe we know just a little bit more than you about horses. And then Also, uh, we're going to have to back out of the big race because our <laughs> horse is dead. Uh-oh, that can only mean one thing. 
us in a horse costume winning the race at the end. Oh, who saw this coming? Wait for it. And then we have to build a cybernetic horse to win the race. <laughs> On a horse made of brothers, I ride. <laughs> Guys, I don't want to. I don't want to. Uh, you know, I don't want to break your spirit. But horses are very fast. Then <laughs> the odds of you running faster than a horse in a horse costume are. Given um, what you're forgetting. Is we want it the most. Haven't yeah. you seen the end of Cool Runnings? It'll just right. Be- oh, the movie ends with us carrying the horse on our shoulders <laughs> over the finish line. <laughs> you can finish diabetes, Doug. I believe in you. <laughs> that horse is dead. That horse has been yeah. dead for thirty minutes. <laughs> Get up! Get up, diabetes horse, two thousand thirteen. <laughs> I, I got red vines waiting for you. The Revenge of the Nerds guys run in and start plugging electrodes into him like, don't worry, we'll fix him with science. You won't. <laughs> you won't. You can't. How about Thanks. another question? How would that yeah, help you guys? Good. I'm in my first year of teaching high school. I told my girlfriend that I looked up some of my students on Facebook. She thought this was really creepy. It's not like I read all their wall posts or look through their pictures. I basically just looked at their profile picture and moved on to the next student. She agreed that it wouldn't be weird to do this if I had started a new job and looked at the profiles of my coworkers, but still thought it was creepy to do to students. Is she right? That's from Creeping in Cali? There's a question mark there to leave it open to interpretation whether or not the person is actually creepy. <clears throat> is it open to interpretation? Because it seems like the answer is a pretty cut and dry yeah. 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 It's pretty creepy. Imagine, imagine it this way. If one of your students was like in the room with you, or Jesus was in the room, or mm-hmm. a coworker was in the room. Would you skis on the Facebook profiles of your students? I I imagine you would not. Yeah. I, I have a hard enough time looking at Facebook profiles of people I know and not feeling weird. Yeah, it's <clears throat> I also imagine that like when I was I, I mean, I guess I was in high school like right before Facebook. Facebook sort of came up while I was in high school, but it didn't really permeate my school. Like, if, if my teachers had been like, hey, Griffin, it seems like you had a really great time at that party, and by party, I mean youth group, probably. <laughs> um, that would that would weird me the fuck out. I would, would not dig on that. It would be hey, weird. Griffin, I also really like Fallout Boy. High yeah. five. All right, well, all right, it teach. Been, it would have been Reliant K at that point. Griffin, I also think Jesus rocks. High five. Griffin, I too am Lino. Let's. Reliant K deep cut for. A Reliant K joke everybody can enjoy. (laughs) Um, Man, don't do this thing. Don't do this thing. This just stinks. I I feel like you're, you're throwing off the balance. But then again, maybe not. Like. You watch a Goodwill Hunting, or you watch a Stand and Deliver, or you okay. watch, or you watch that other. Here comes one. the boom. You watch that. Here comes the boom with Kevin Smith. <laughs> you think why Kevin, with Kevin, Kevin James? You Kevin dumbass. James. Kevin James versus Kevin Smith is the last fight. Uh-huh. The last fight. Um, it's just like two pieces of of, of ham just swinging together. Would decide shot. to see. Here comes the boom. Someone uh, was making this choice. Paul Blart, I get it. I've got to yeah. see that. He's sure. like, it's ridiculous. His, Here his comes name is so boom. funny. It sounds like fart. Like I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm with you on that. But listen, let me back to my point. Okay, back you to get, your point. Where's Blart you, too? You watch these films. Okay. These teachers, they know their fucking students so much, and they use that shit. Fine. Okay. All right. Here we go. Finding Forrester. 
right, which is the unofficial sequel to Goodwill Hunting, Finding mm-hmm. Forrester, Sean Connery had a hard time connecting with his youth. You know what I mean? Trying to teach him how to write, trying to how to express. So he learned some f- turns of phrase that he would use when he was playing basketball, like "You're the man now, dog," and "Punch the keys for God's sakes." Both oh of which are both of which are catchphrases that that they would use well, with his friends. You know what I mean? He connected with him. He formed an honest, earnest connection, and then he taught him how to punch, how to punch the keys for God's sakes. I am so I. Do you know how close you're the man now, dog, was to slipping off of my mind table for uh-huh. like forever? And yeah. you have just saved me from that terrible fate because that is flooding back to me now. And it yeah. is really funny that he said that. It is <laughs> yeah. really great. It is, it is quite possibly the funniest line in cinematic history. <laughs> it, it is hard to top. You're the man now, dog. 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 Isn't that what you say? <laughs> Can we make That's another Highlander before he dies, please? Please. Please, I'll give anything. Just make a dozen more things. But connect. That's a connection, is what I'm saying. And Facebook can facilitate that. You can sit down with somebody and be like, "Yeah, I know, Evanescence. Let's talk about your math." And then they, and then they're more receptive to your math advice. Griffin, watch like any special on Lifetime or 60 Minutes or True Investigations, whatever. The stories that involve teachers and students that begin with, and then the two connected on Facebook never yeah. end with like, and she got an A. Well, that's the thing; they can never know. And that makes it creepier, I I confess, but they can so, never know that you know about their evanescence love because you creeped on their social. It sounds like you're saying to, like, lean into it. I'm saying either run the fuck away or lean into it on the sneaky creep. Regardless, you tell your girlfriend, like, you're right, it is creepy, I'm going to stop. And then you do it in secret because you got to make those Finding Forrester connections. It's so important. <laughs> Honey, you don't understand. i got to shape them. i got to shape them. These are my children. <laughs> These are my babies. I guess they're like my little eggs. I don't know why it went from like a Sean Connery impression to like a Nicolas Cage impression. <laughs> man, that movie would have been so, 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 you're the, you're the so much better with Nicolas Cage in it. Oh my God. It's not even close how much better that movie would have been. Man, now, dog. Hey, hey, man. <laughs> hey, which one of your men is a dog? <laughs> And also, Tim Allen is there as the Shaggy Dog. Yeah. Oh, God, I want to write this movie. An Invisible Baby. So, Tim Allen's the Shaggy Dog. Yeah. John Travolta is there as old dogs. Uh Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And they're all riding robot horses. DDL. DDL's in the mix. Or is he? Because he's Invisibaby. Mm-hmm. Nick Cage is there, and he's a teacher who's probably cocaine-addled. That's Mm -hmm. a subtext, I feel like, that runs through runs underneath, like, the sewer system of every film that Nicolas Cage is in. <laughs> and the movie's called Bad Lieutenant, but now he's also a teacher. From Good now teacher. on, I think instead of saying Hollywood is out of ideas, people should just start saying Hollywood doesn't listen to Bim Bam. Because yeah. the yeah. is, like, we have opened wide our blast doors, waiting for your lightsabers of cinematic ingenuity to, to tear us wide open. Oh, God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, that's, Jesus. Gonna, that's gonna stay with me. <laughs> Imagery. It is like a spite a spicy hot dog. It, it mm-hmm. the taste of it will linger. Oh wait, what? Oh what? Yeah. <laughs> wait, did you just have a seizure? 
I was wondering if you meant like Hollywood's dick was like a spicy hot dog or like Hollywood stuff. Hollywood's dick is a spicy hot dog. That's a spicy meatball. Oh my god! Do you guys know that one? Time to make Stop. the donuts. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> they want to add. We got it. Uh, print. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. That's a great the... podcast that everybody guys, can enjoy. You are getting Adele, right? <laughs> Dude, you just met Adele. <laughs> Dude, you you got Adele tickets. <laughs> Dude, you're Adele. And I really enjoyed that song, Skyfall. In the Sky Mall. Stop, end. Stop it, end it. There you go, Weird Al. Got it. You are welcome. <laughs> I know that you are constantly on the lookout for your ideas. Fuck. Sky Mall. So- Hollywood doesn't listen to Bim Bim Bam. Weird Al doesn't listen to Bim Bim Bam. We- we're opening the doors for you. It's all there. Just come pick these lilies. This has been My Brother, My Brother, Me. It's an advice show for the modern era. Um, we hope you've enjoyed whatever that was. Uh, we uh, are here every Monday, usually. And uh, we really appreciate people tweeting about the show, like uh, Jan Villarosa, Emily Nancy Jean, uh, Mark Payne, Bat Manson, David Meowy, mm-hmm. Shane Element, Tickerburn. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, what? Tickerburn. <laughs> I don't know. Is, that it? Is it just all consonants? Uh, Owen McBride, yes. <laughs> Owen McBride, Platt, right? Raymond News. Oliver Platt. Um, so Oliver Platt in my dreams. Uh, so thank you to everybody who who's tweeting. If you if you do tweet about the show, uh, throw in uh, a link to um, our sampler. It's bit.ly forward slash it's mabimbam. When is that sequel coming? It's, I feel like it's really brewing. It's getting close. If only it were up to us. I know. Um, I want to thank John Roderick and the Long Winters for the use of our theme song, which is "It's a Departure." which is off the album uh, Putting the Days to Bed. Um, it's just, you know, you ever listen to the radio and you're like, this isn't this isn't my rock and roll. This, yeah. is, mm-hmm. your, this is your rock and roll. You know what I mean? Absolutely. It's rock and roll for equestrian fanatics, mm-hmm. like, like ourselves and like you. It says that in the liner notes. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, it is such an exciting time over at Max Fun headquarters. We just added two new shows to yeah. the Max Fun lineup, One Bad Mother with Teresa Thorne, and the Dave Hill podcasting incident. It's it's epic. So I'm check it out. I'm so thrilled that we are linked even tangentially to Dave Hill. I think he's mm-hmm. hysterical. Um, you guys want the final? Yeah. Lay it off, big man. Uh, Yell the man now, dog. Ah, oh, you got you beat me to it. Yeah, damn yeah, you, yeah, older brother. You're at the matter now, dog. <laughs> Wait, damn it. <laughs> make, make these fucking donuts, Griffin. Come on, where's the? Come on, where's the? It I've is got... past. It is past daylight savings time to make the donuts. Griffin, where's the beef? <laughs> I have... <laughs> that was so good. Who's the beef? I Who's have the, beef the man now, now dog? dog? I stop. <laughs> we have to pay so many licensing fees. <laughs> Darlene, we have to talk about this podcast you recommended to me. I, I did not enjoy it. It's this just, they was, talked about earning horses. I, I could relate I'm to. gonna come to your houses and eat your fucking computers. <laughs> I'm gonna eat your fucking computers nut by bolt. Time to make the computers. This one is sent in by Ira Ray. Thank you, Ira Ray. It's by Yahoo Answers user Alice Chaos who asks, 
Goofus or Gallant, who is hotter? <laughs> I'm Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.